Welcome to The 618 Now, a production of the Chamber of Commerce and the O'Fallon Weekly, where we give you a snapshot of what's happening right now in O'Fallon and Shiloh. Today is Friday, July 22nd, 2022. So Jessica, what's going on? Listeners who tuned in last week know that we are working our way through the different local parks, and that is in honor of Parks and Recreation Month. And along those lines, this week, we want to cover the Family Sports Park, which is a 200-acre complex here in O'Fallon that was built back in 2007. It features eight lighted, all-weather, synthetic turf soccer fields, plus several premium grass fields. And then the turf fields are critical because they allow games and tournaments to continue despite the weather. As long as there isn't lightning, the games will go on. Mm -hmm. And all throughout the year, there are hundreds of teams that travel here from a lot of different states to play at the sports park. So when you're paying for hotel rooms and gas and food to travel here, you obviously want to play. For sure. So parks with a lot of turf fields are really attractive to tournament organizers because it increases the likelihood that the tournament will actually happen. That's right. And the city recently provided data on some activity at the sports park, and we want to share some of that. From mid to late March through May 1st, there were several soccer tournaments, there was an ultimate frisbee tournament, and then a football tournament. And just in that six-week period, the estimated economic impact to the city, Nick, was $888,000. Wow. Now, this isn't money that goes directly to the city. This is money that supports local businesses. So restaurants, hotels, local shops, um, our gas stations. Several years ago, an economic impact study done suggested that an individual who stays overnight contributes about $60 a day to our community. So a family of three coming into town for a weekend tournament adds about $500. You Mm -hmm. multiply that by 13 to 14 families per team, and you see how it all starts to add up. For sure. One tournament alone held one weekend in April had 183 teams from 13 states with 67 of those teams staying overnight. Wow. So that was 2,300 athletes alone, so not even including family members. Yeah. In addition to the soccer fields, there are also 10 baseball and softball fields. And just in the last few months, the infields of those ball fields were turfed. So now they are all-weather synthetic turf fields. And back in late April, one of the largest regional baseball tournament organizers, a group called Greater Midwest Baseball, or GMB, They posted on their social media that for the first time in their history, there will be a 10-field turf park available in Metro St. Louis. And guess what? All 10 of those fields were right here at the O'Fallon Sports Park. Very cool. And in addition to the all-weather fields um, that increase the playing time, our fields are also bigger, which is another key attraction for tournament organizers. And something I found interesting was during a presentation to a city council in another city, the CEO of a major tourism bureau was urging this other city to consider expanding their sports complex. And he said that between just two baseball tournaments this year run by GMB, their office estimated that that city lost more than $700,000 of economic impact to O'Fallon because the other cities had limited usability because of their ball diamonds being too small. Well, there we go. Isn't that crazy? We won that round. (laughs) 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 Cha-ching! Travel sports is an industry unto itself. Um, Because of the nature of travel sports, it was something that actually sort of thrived during COVID because outdoor sports were one of the few activities that dodged any of those significant restrictions. Yeah. In fact, there are over 175 million sports travelers in 2021, which is just, I mean, that's like half of our (laughs) population in the States. 
Um, but if you don't have a sporting reason to visit the Family Sports Park, there is plenty of other things you can do too. There are over two miles of walking trails. They have both an outer trail and then an inside track. And aside from the hills on the southwest corner of the park, Mm -hmm. um, it's a relatively flat surface, which I think is ideal for bike riding. Yeah. There are two large fishing ponds. There are several playgrounds. So there's a lot to do. For sure. Now, last week, we covered some of the upcoming changes at the community park. Does the sports park have any updates on that horizon? They sure do. So we mentioned earlier that the infields were recently turfed, and so were a couple soccer fields. There is a new playground just in the last month or two that was built um, by the soccer fields. And so, you know, you come to watch your brother play or your sister play and you've got siblings. Now they can play on that playground. In the near future, they're looking for solar powered lighting as well as benches and shade trees along the walking trail. So I think that'll be nice. Yeah. Yeah. And they're also looking at an outdoor fitness area in the next two years. And those look awesome. You know, it's a concentrated area that has really durable outdoor physical fitness equipment. Cool. Um, They're looking at adding some new nature trails and prairie areas, maybe a lake and a boardwalk, potentially sand volleyball and pickleball courts. Those those are listed in the potential plans. And then a food truck plaza. Neat. Well, I thought originally the amphitheater style event space was planned for the sports park. Is that correct? I think that's true. But logistically, that could have been a scheduling nightmare. So if you had a music event, but then you've also got one of these major sports tournaments scheduled, I think parking would be a nightmare. Yeah. So the band shell concept and the lawn space has been moved to the community park, which I think when you think about it, it makes a lot more sense because that's where the music and community events happen right now. You know what I mean? So I think it's just a good move to, to keep it at the community park. Well, that's all great info about our sports park and what's to come there. I think next week we'll wrap up Parks and Rec Month with our favorite park, which is Rock Springs Rotary Park. All right. We'll see, s- I should have had a sound effect there. <laughs> yeah, whatever. You know. <laughs> well, it sounds good, and I can't wait. And until then, what's on the calendar? Today is Friday, July 22nd. The weather for this weekend looks sunny but hot. Very hot. Tomorrow is another Vine Street Market at O'Fallon Station. Yoga and the market start at 8. Live music begins at 9. Now, my in-laws visited last weekend, and we hit up the market. They could not believe that O'Fallon had such a wonderful community event like that. Um, My two-year-old nephew loved all of the oversized board games that they had over um, on the grassy area. He got to dig in some dirt at the pop um, activity tent for kids. We had a lot of fun and it just made me so proud that we have that. Also tomorrow is the VFW Post 805's 0.1K Fun Run. This is a short run that goes a long way towards helping veterans and military families. It's the length of just one city block and they do have a water break in the middle. So it is truly a run that everyone can finish. That starts at 10 a.m. So come on out and support our local veterans. We'll link to that in our show notes. And then next week, Nick is chuck full of fun events. Chuck full. <laughs> Throw back to a couple I episodes ago. I still say ago. chock full, but anyway. The Air Force Band of Mid-America is performing at the HET on Tuesday, July 26th at 7 p.m. The HET is the performing arts venue on the campus of McKendree University in Lebanon. Each year, this Air Force Band performs for millions of people, and you can be part of that experience when they perform on the 26th. The performance is free, but registration is recommended, and we'll link to that in the show notes. Thursday, July 28th, there's Shiloh's Music in the Park featuring Entertainment by Short Mist. That's from 7 until 8.30 p.m., so bring a lawn chair and a cooler. 
And then next weekend is a big event in the downtown district. It is a wizard's birthday party in honor of Harry Potter's birthday. It is scheduled for Saturday, July 30th from 11 until 4 p.m. You'll be able to shop exclusive vendors from around the St. Louis and Metro East who will be offering, I think, some really unique handmade items. Bike Surgeon will serve as the Ministry of Magic headquarters for this event. They will have themed drinks, food, and fun photo ops. Several places, including Peel and Saddleback Chocolates, will have chocolate frogs. Okay. Boarding House Bistro will have Harry Potter-themed charcuterie cups. And then, finally, there's a trivia event for these Ultimate Harry Potter fans. So it's uh, set up to be a really fun and immersive experience, and I think Harry Potter fans are in for a real treat with that. If you don't want the wizard fun to end, then plan to spend that evening at Global Brew in O'Fallon, where they will also be celebrating Harry Potter's birthday. On Saturday, starting at 3 p.m., they're hosting their annual Giant Quidditch Pong Tournament. Okay. Say that three times. Imagine if Quidditch magically combined with large-scale beer pong to create a whole new game experience. That's what users are in for. Okay. And then they'll have live music on Saturday night from 7 to 10. On Sunday, July 31st, Global Brew will host their annual Wizarding World Trivia, which will start at 6 p.m. This is a huge event. I've attended this before, not to play trivia, um, but they have so many tables that, um, I mean, they basically end up taking over the parking lot. It's a lot of fun. Okay. They will have specialty-themed cocktails, bonus points for costumes, costume contest, plus the Battle of the Houses. So there's lots to celebrate coming up if you are a Harry Potter fan, which I know there are tons of you out there. So go help make these events a success, and we will link to all of these in the show notes. Sounds like a lot going on. Sure does. Well, Jess, I've got to get going. Thanks, Nick. It's always a pleasure. This podcast is a production of the O'Fallon Shiloh Chamber of Commerce. We're a nonprofit with over 600 members, and together we welcome, unite, and promote business. Remember, you can't buy happiness, but you can buy local, and that's sort of the same thing.